It's time we shift our perspective on business and life and see that our businesses are the means to us living life first. Reinventing the way we go about our days as entrepreneurs, the Zero Wasted Days podcast is designed for dream makers and action takers, and also those who value going slow and savoring the moments in between. This is the essence of living a Zero Wasted Days life, and welcome to the Zero Wasted Days podcast. I'm your host, Suzanne Acteson, a former C-level executive turned seven-figure serial entrepreneur, transformational business coach, and I love helping women entrepreneurs merge strategy, feminine energetics, and embodiment to create outside-the-box business solutions to their challenges. In each episode of the podcast, I'm going to share how to redefine how you do business and learn how it can be the means to you living life first. I'm going to share interviews with inspiring people who can help you see how worthwhile it is to keep pursuing your dreams, share heartfelt stories I know you're going to relate to, and give you ideas and strategies to keep going after your biggest dreams. I hope you find value and inspiration here, and that will keep you coming back each and every week. I have some amazing guests lined up, as well as some solo episodes planned. So let's get into this week's episode. Welcome back to this week's episode of Zero Wasted Days. Now, today's episode is a solo episode with just me, and I'm diving into the three must-dos to rebuild successfully in a season of transition. Now, so many of the women that I work with and that are in my community, like yourself, are in transition. In fact, I think that most of you will probably agree that you're in transition simply because you are often women who don't rest for very long in one place, are improvers and dreamers and leap takers. In actual fact, when you live, I believe that when you live a zero wasted days life and create a, a life and a business of your dreams, a big part of your life is about growth and pivots and transitions. So the fact that this rings true for a lot of you is not surprising. So what I've learned over the past six years, really since making my biggest leap into living in more alignment, creating a new business and reconnecting to what mattered most in my life is that you can't rush a transition or transformation. Now, this was hard for a largely impatient person, hello, who loves to find a solution, analyze and optimize, which I do for a living. But the less I rushed kind of quote unquote getting somewhere, the more aligned and heart centered the journey felt. So the other benefit that I see to kind of not really trying to rush the outcome and going a bit slower. And what this has taught me exactly is to do exactly that, to savor the slow, to learn to be more present and really kind of feel where my feet are at and not just say I'm going to be present, but actually practice it and to look up and to pause and to see how, I don't know, the cornfield out in the front of my house is growing to have days literally where I am pottering around the house doing nothing. Now this isn't the way that I'm conditioned, so I've had to really lean into this and learn how to do it. But I also feel this is also the definition of living a zero wasted day's life. It's not a wasted day when you do very little to fuel your heart and your soul in the garden or watch your kids play sports all day. We often judge and label a day like that as being quote unquote, 
unproductive generally because there wasn't an outcome. Even when you're in the garden and planting things does give you an outcome. You know, no measured outcome from what you're doing can leave you feeling like you've wasted your time. And I know that a lot of people feel like this. I have clients that come to me and say, Suzanne, I can't do nothing. But this is the nuance and the beauty of learning how to live a more intentional zero-wasted days life. This is where I believe the magic truly lies. The energetic frequency you emit after a day of pottering or fueling your soul or allowing yourself, giving yourself permission to do so, not feeling guilty or thinking that it's a waste of time and enjoying the time. The energetic frequency you will emit doing all of those things is going to be super high. Conversely, if you begrudgingly go to your kid's soccer game and sit on the sidelines and scroll the whole time, you trek to the garden center to kind of fill that hole and get the garden planted, you are on the go, go, go all the time, you're keeping busy while hanging at home on a beautiful day, I guarantee you your vibration will not be optimal. Your nervous system will also not be thanking you and is often your nervous system is often in overdoing mode because it knows no other way. And the reason for this is that you've lived and we've all lived a busy life for so long that that is the norm. You know, low grade anxiety and stress keeps your nervous system dysregulated and in constant fight or flight or freeze mode. So the benefits of learning how to actually slow down, be more patient, less bothered with the outcome, and this comes from someone who, like I said, loves a target and a plan to get there, the more you will truly enjoy the journey along the way. So when you're pivoting or transitioning your life and business, as I've done many, many times, and I mentor women who are doing similar things, it's important to remember a few key things that I think are essential to keep perspective, keep stress to a minimum, and to make aligned decisions that are ultimately going to make you more content and more fulfilled. Now, there's a lot of reasons why people transition or want to pivot, and the contentment or happiness and fulfillment are big, big boxes to tick when considering a move yourself. I had a client, Joanne, who seemed really happy on the, on the front on the, when, we, when we first started working together with what she was doing. But when we actually started kind of getting into our work together, it turned out that she was doing her work just because she could almost do it with her eyes closed. It was easy for her. She'd done this work for years and was really good at it, but it didn't fulfill her. And when I asked it, her if it made her happy, she said the money that she made doing it was the thing that made her happy. And this is really common. People end up creating a business that after some time no longer challenges them or even interests them. But pivoting is scary. Changing things is scary. Like people think, what if I don't get any clients? What if I fail? What are people going to think? Are people going to think that I'm not capable? You know, how do I actually start doing something different? And all of the excuses in the book come out, which are your defense mechanisms and your nervous system trying to keep you safe. 
But a big reason we start our businesses is to be in control of our time, to make more money, to be happy, fulfilled in doing our work and to enjoy our life while we're doing it. So if you're not ticking every single one of those boxes, you need to ask yourself the question, is it time for a change? And while some of you might be considering a change or a pivot, some of you may also be in the middle of a transition and thinking or maybe overthinking about how it's all going to pan out. You know, the uncertainty can really keep you up at night and or in my instance with low grade anxiety, keep you waking in the early hours of the morning. The fear can be really paralyzing and keep people paralyzed in inaction. The comparison with others, I know you're out there looking at social media, scrolling away, and that can make a lot of people like you feel like an imposter and the list goes on and on. So while I support my clients in all areas of energetic and mindset work, which is all of those areas that I've just mentioned, and I talk about this in episode five, I wanted to give you some tangible points to help you with the more strategic action taking during your transition or your pivot or this change that you're making or thinking about making. Now, when I recognized that personally that I wasn't happy in my first business, I started to reflect and analyze why. I asked myself, what was missing? What fell off? These inquisitive questions for you can help you understand better the emotion behind the decision to change. It can also often point to some really foundational elements that are often out of alignment. And this was the case for me. Now, number one, this is the first thing, the first key to rebuilding successfully, I believe, is to work out your core values. You know, in my case, they were very much out of alignment. In many of my clients' cases, they are also out of alignment. But sometimes this is because you've actually never paused to think or work out your values for yourself in the first place which by the way, I would highly recommend and is a place we often start when working together in my programs or in one of my one-on-one containers inside Phoenix Rising. A lot of my programs start with this and do some work on core values because this is the building block. It is central to having a strong foundation. You know, when you start with this building block, you work out what makes you tick. You work out what lies within your soul and why you operate the way that you do. You work out what's most important to you, what values and virtues you have, and what you want to uphold in all that you do day in, day out. And when you work out your values, your business develops roots. These roots, like in a tree, keep you grounded, help you when it gets windy out there, help you keep stretching your branches to the sky. They are infused into all that you do in your business and they can help you make decisions. They can shine in your content. They can help you as you define your soul client and really help you attract people who align with those values. They help you magnetize people who you love working with and there's nothing better. They get you, they laugh with you. And this client that you ultimately want to attract in your soul client, it becomes an energetic exchange of energy that really makes you pinch yourself and ask yourself, is this really my work? 
Now, conversely, when you haven't worked out your values or aren't living in your values each day, work and life can feel really hard. You often attract opportunities that aren't in alignment because for alignment to happen, you have to have this strong starting point, you know, these strong foundations, which core values form a part of together with understanding your why, understanding who you're doing it for or with your, your soul client and what you're going to offer. Those are the kind of the four foundational elements. When there are gaps in any of these foundational elements, the compass, your compass will struggle to navigate and find your way. So this brings me to my second point, and that's really understanding where you're heading. Sure, I get it. Sometimes we don't know where we're actually heading, but for the most part, you can work out little mini destinations or goals that will help point you in the direction and figure out what actions you need to take to get there. So as soon as possible, it's key to give yourself a goal, a target, a destination on the map so your compass knows where it's heading. So for my client, Joanne, I mentioned earlier, when we started exploring her pivot and taking the steps to transition into a part of her business that did light her up, she felt overwhelmed. She didn't know what to do next because there were so many options. And this is really natural because truthfully, there are so many options. And this is a place that a lot of women get stuck in indecision, in overwhelm. So they spin their wheels. <laughs> I know a lot of you will relate to this. They do the work that, will, that feels easy and that they're often really good at. They avoid what feels hard and what's often at their growth edge. But this is also where the magic lies. Around that corner of uncertainty and uncomfort could be a beautiful, heavenly place where you find yourself, where you find your most amazing clients and the most abundant place you've ever imagined possible. And quite often you never imagine that this possible because you've been too scared to look around that corner of uncertainty. So for Joanne, we worked out mini goals along the way. It was really important for her not to burn down what she'd already built because she had a steady income coming in and to maintain the clients that she loved. In fact, she still wanted to be doing some aspect of her work as a service provider. She did a lot of social media management at the time, but really wanted to build a team and do the strategic work that she loved and build the team to do the admin and the implementation and the activation that she felt the most draining. So we carefully worked out one client at a time, a strategy to communicate to her clients what her new vision was and to bring along the ones who she wanted to have come along and gracefully let the other ones go. This helped reduce the fear of making the transition. And we started with what I call the low hanging fruit the easy ones. So we picked her first two clients that she really adored and wanted absolutely to keep. She communicated to them what she was going to be doing in an email and they loved her new vision and actually invested more with her as they were splitting a budget on a VA, a social person, a designer, and they brought it all in together 
under one banner with her. And so she actually gained with both of those first two clients an extra $1,000 per client in monthly recurring revenue. And we also at the same time created some packages that encourage them to sign on for a slightly longer period. So instead of just going month by month, we encourage them with a few different strategic things that we built into the packages. We encourage them to sign on for three or six or 12 months. And that gave her so much security. And guess what happened? her fear completely subsided. So as you can see, you can be super strategic, analytical, and knock fear on the head when you break things down into baby steps. You know, her goal for the transition were first about securing her existing clients before ever adding on any new services. We built in a transition phase so she could work out the how over six weeks of implementation and the clients were so happy to also have this buffer time. So think about where you're heading, a big goal or a small goal and break it down. What needs to happen as a priority this month and then this week and then today? This is why we keep it nice and simple in my foundational program, Annual, for example, and the tool that we use is called an MI Annual Almanac. We take your quarterly goals, you find your area of focus, you set simple targets and actions that need to happen to get you from where you are now to where you want to get to. Now, the third area that I think is essential when you're pivoting or transitioning and want to do something with as few bumps along the way, because there's, there's going to be bumps, is to not go at it alone. Now, this might seem obvious from a mentor like myself and a coach, but let me explain. I am a huge advocate for surrounding yourself with other people who can inspire you, who you can be at the table with, who can guide you and help navigate the journey. Because any transition, like I was talking about earlier, can really bring a lot into question. A coach or a mentor, a group of other like-minded women can help keep you accountable, help you navigate questions along the way, or just generally keep you on track. So when I left the advertising agency I was running back in 2014, and I started my retail concept brand, I stubbornly, and obviously in hindsight I can see this, I tried to forge my way largely on my own. I felt that as an entrepreneur, that this was the beauty of being out on my own, flying solo, no one to report to, and I could do as I wanted, which yes, these things are true. But when you don't surround yourself with the right support, you can hit a lot of bumps that you could use help navigating. You could really make your journey a lot more smooth and perhaps help you actually reach your goal versus not. You know, in thinking back, and again, the beauty of hindsight, but you know, this, this thinking back was not in regret, but just very much in reflection. I may have done a lot of things very differently in my business. You know, if I had worked out my own foundations early on, I may have realized that I was building a bricks and mortar business when one of my core values was spirit of adventure making it very difficult to live in this value when your feet are firmly on the ground with a bricks and mortar store. You know, I would have potentially worked out that my business model was scalable and franchisable, which I had thought, but I hadn't structured properly. And it could have allowed me to actually travel and move to France if I'd structured the business differently from the beginning. I also may have realized that my service offering was way, way too diverse. 
And whilst I considered this one of my strengths at the time, it would go on to make it really hard to do one thing really well. And I really felt like I was spread too thin. So these are just some examples and learning that I take from my own business that was highly successful, that I loved and was loved by our customers. But I know if I'd had a mentor like myself to help guide me, the outcome could have been very different. If I'd at least had other women to support me, I may have not burned myself out along the way. So in 2019, when I started exploring the idea, and now this is fast forwarding in 2019, I'm now in France, and I started exploring the idea of starting a new coaching business and had spent two years reflecting and analyzing, the first thing I did was find a mentor. One who could inspire me and bring me into her fold, her mastermind at the time of other women, I could relate to, I could cry with, I could laugh with, and it was instrumental in my growth in the following years. You know, this mastermind was with Amber Liliestrom, who I interviewed in episode seven. So I encourage you to go and have a listen. And, you know, coaches and mentors have continued to be a huge part of my growth and a part of my strategy ever since. And I really love having the support of a coach and a mentor to help me with my head and my heart decisions. And I've also loved in the last kind of 18 months or so, also growing my team to give me implementation and hand support. My own coach calls it head and heart support when you have a coach or a mentor and the hand support when you have, when you start growing a team. And I really love that analogy. There have been, you know, really high growth times over the last few years when hundred percent of my earnings went to my coach and growing my team. This felt really scary at the time, but with strong foundations and a strategy and my energetic practices and the work that I did to keep my nervous system regulated, I knew it would be okay. So whether you're a veteran entrepreneur or whether or not this is your first show and you're just starting out and building or maybe rebuilding your business, I really encourage you to take these steps to help set you up for your best success. You know, define what that success looks like for you. Get grounded in all of your foundations. Cast that vision out and get your goals written down. Then surround yourself with as much support as you possibly can. So it would be remiss of me to not mention that obviously I provide a lot of this support. And if you want support in implementing any facets of this, then I really encourage you to reach out and explore any of the programs that I have in my offer suite. So I have Elevate, which is my membership at $55 a month. Now this is $55 if you're watching until the beginning of May, because this is going to be jumping up to $222 per month. But right now for direct one-on-one voice coaching access to me plus a private podcast, it is $55 inside Elevate. So that is a steal. Now there is also Phoenix Rising, which is my group program that's coming back in September 2023. And it is open for the wait list right now that now Phoenix Rising is all about helping you put all of the business and life pieces together so that you can really have that business that lets you live life first. Now, the last option and 
maybe the most intimate and the most passionate for me is my one-on-one program. It is an intimate container where you and I work together for six to 12 months, where there is loads of support, loads of accountability. I am super vested in the outcome of what we are working towards in your business and in your life, where you really reach for your growth edges and tackle some of your biggest challenges head on. Now, if any of these things speak to you, you just need to email me or jump into my DMs to chat. I really love connecting with my community. And there's never any obligation, even just in inquiring, let's have a conversation and see whether or not one of these things is a fit for you. I do have offers that come out seasonally as well, and sometimes special offers that I have month by month. So I keep my Facebook and my Instagram profile fairly updated as well as my website. So jump on to see if I have any seasonal offers and things that might be of interest to you and new programs as I go along. But I went on recording this now in April, 2023, then there is Elevate, there is Phoenix Rising that's coming back in September, and there's my one-on-one container. You know, I really appreciate you being here, being a part of the Zero Wasted Days community and learning the ways to live more life first with the goal to grow your net worth to the millions that I know you can without having to sacrifice yourself. I would love you, and I'll say this time and time again, I would love you to share and rate and review. And don't forget to tag me if you share, because this is really the number one way for us to spread the word. And it is my mission to help more women by doing just that. I'll see you again next week. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Zero Wasted Days podcast. I truly hope you found it to be valuable and inspirational as you work to create a life by your own design. I would love you to rate and review this episode to let everyone else know about it and help me share this important message with the world. All you need to do is screen grab your review, share it on socials, and tag me in to win a $100 Airbnb voucher that I'll be giving away every single month.